waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And as usual, we have a really interesting show for you today. I'm here today with Robert Sharp. But before I bring Robert on, I want to give you a little information about him. He's a really interesting guy. He's written a few books, and he does what I do. He interviews really cool spiritual people. So I can't wait to talk to him because I have lots of questions for him today. But sit back and relax, you guys, and let me give you a little bit of information about Robert Sharp. So here we go. Robert is the founder of ByteRadio.me, host and producer of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth radio show, and author of Joy Potential, Where You Least Expect It. And it's no secret, Spirituality Bites, ByteRadio.me, was established in 2010 to provide a source of positive programming designed to enlighten and entertain listeners. Listeners, in the more than seven years of programming, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show has aired 1,200 plus shows focusing on inspirational guests in the self-help, spirituality, children's corner, and environmental awareness genre. Now, Robert is a former corporate trainer in the financial and restaurant industry. He has more than 30 years experience in the study of self-help and personal development and metaphysics metaphysics. His more than 15 years uh, radio experience, including both broadcasting and internet-based show development. Robert has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Whittier College. And before we get started, um, he has written three books, but the book we're going to talk about today is called It's No Secret. And if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding the book up. It's pretty cool. Spirituality Bites. I love this title. This is pretty <laughs> interesting. And um, before, I, before I bring him on, I just want to read uh, a quick paragraph out of his book. So sit back and relax and check this out. He says, um, it's all about me and my choices. And he, he puts a quote in here from Eleanor Roosevelt that I'm going to read you. In the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die. And the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. Wow, that's uh, pretty profound. This journey, and he, he goes on to say in this chapter of his book, he says, this journey we are on is all about our own individual experience. It's not about family, friends, job, kids, parents. It's about our individual experience on this earth and the life we create for ourselves. It's about the choices we make on a daily basis and the path we travel. Hey, Robert, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Cool. You know, I have to ask you, um, I know why I started doing this, but why did you start to do, you know, why did you start a radio show? What, what prompted you? Yeah, well, it, um, as you had mentioned in the introduction, I had, you know, some uh, background in the broadcast area and, and right. um, I had, uh, was behind the scenes of a show for a friend of mine in, in Las Vegas for many years. And oh. I was happy being behind the scenes, not mm -hmm. in front of the mic. Um, and then uh, one one time I discovered internet radio and I thought, you know, I've always been wanting to do 
um, have a network of different shows with different people. Because mm-hmm. uh, I really didn't want to have my show. Because I, oh, okay. when, when I was on the broadcast and, and I would have to step in and, and heard my voice, it's like, oh no, you know, I couldn't do that to people. <laughs> you oh, <know>? you're so <laughs> funny. Well, you know, I mean, it, it was. It's, so, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. to. Yeah. It's not as easy as everybody thinks it is, is what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. And, and you always sound different, you know, from mm-hmm. what you think because just like, oh. But anyway, and uh, so one day uh, the domain company I used for my websites basically came out with uh, the .me uh, domain name. And I thought, you know, and I had been told years ago that my work is really just bringing inspiration to earth. I mean, it was like in a reading in the 90s and it was just really profound, but it it encapsulated everything I did. I mean, it was the the perfect frame for everything that I did. So, um, so anyway, I decided that, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and try it. And if it works great, if it doesn't, that, you know, and yeah. now here I'm actually now, you know, 10 years later. 10 years <laughs> uh, later. Yeah, wow. yeah. Now you do your show, is it weekly it, or every day or, or yes. how often? Well, well, I've, I've actually gone, I've had one, one day a week, you know, okay. for a while, but basically one year, <laughs> Out of the thing, I decided I'm going to see if I can do five days a week. You know, because it was one of those cases where I had a lot of people, you know, referring potential guests to me and, and a lot mm-hmm. of really good topics. Right. So anyway, I thought I'm going to give myself a, a challenge. So I did that one year, <laughs> and that <laughs> and was that, a lot. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, because I just couldn't give uh, the depth of attention, you know, that I really yeah. like to give. Well, yeah, I agree with that because um, I always like, and in my publicist, she always gives me a hard time, you know, she always says, you can't read the whole book, but I do because Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I've written a book and I want people to read my book. So I would want them to read, you know, there, you know, I've got to read theirs. I've got to understand, you know, who they are before I can interview them. And that I understand that completely. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. I really like this book because it's short (laughs) and it's concise and it, and it talks a lot about things. And there were a couple topics that I just can't wait to ask you questions on. So (laughs) if we want to talk about the book, you know, here's what I want to say to you because I I really feel a camaraderie in some way. And you, you know more than me because I, you've been doing it longer than me. This is my second year in doing it. Uh, having the show high road to humanity, but I will say this, every show I've had, it's interesting. I believe God sends these people to me and I learn what I need to learn on each show. And every show I do, I become more enlightened and closer to the divine. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, it, it really helps raise your awareness yeah. um, in so many different, different ways. And, and, you know, it's, I, I have, I love it, you know, and, and the idea that, um, you know, not only the people that, you know, come to you, but also the people that, you know, aren't really a good fit for you and how you navigate that. And, mm-hmm. and um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a, a really dynamic situation. I love it. You know, and yeah. that's what kind of led to the book because of all of the things that I had learned up to that point. Right. Guess. Well, and you learned a lot of the same things I have. You talk about awareness, which is mm-hmm. something that we all need to start paying attention. Um, my book is called wake up. The universe is speaking to you. And it's the same as awareness, pay attention. And, uh, People don't seem to pay attention, and that's been one of my uh, things is, hey, you guys, start pay attention to what the universe right. is showing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, and, you can, and you can choose to pay attention or not. You know? Exactly. And, you know, and then you know, each one leads down a particular path. Yeah. So, uh, well, 
And that's true. And you can't make somebody want to do what you're doing. They have to want to do it themselves. Right. Yeah. Then, and you talk about choice in here too. You say choose to be in the in the moment, and that's something I've learned through uh, a lot of my guests. And that's hard to do. Can you talk about that being in the moment? It is. It is. You know, and the the thing about uh, that I like is like every morning I, I take a walk in you know kind of a walk in nature is my little thing. You know, right. it's one of those things that kind of forces me to be in the moment. I mean, I'm. You know, my mind might be going elsewhere, but I have to watch where I'm going and, you know, and look around. So um, every time that we uh, aren't in the moment, we're either in the past or in the future. And so that moment passes. So, I mean, right. it's, it's one of those things that, you know, if you find yourself, uh, well, for me, when I find myself, you know, thinking about the past or what's going to happen, you know, the day after right. tomorrow, right. you know, it's like, well, you know, chill, you know. Well, I like what you say in your book. You say, and I'm going to quote you, you say, when you find your attention is drawn to the past or the future, shake yourself back to the present that had their time in, they had their time in place. And that made a lot of sense to me, you know, um, because you can't live in the past and you can't live in the future. And it's hard because I've been working on this and it's, you really have to be mindful. You really have to pay attention. Yeah, you can. And, and, I, you know, the, the one thing that, that I've noticed is that I find um, a lot more synchronicity, a lot more flow if I'm thinking in the present or if I'm, you know, present, you mm-hmm. know. So I mean, it just, it's one of those things where if you can catch yourself and get yourself in that moment, right. feel that flow, it's like, okay, that's what I want, you know. Right. And then if you find yourself drifting aside, it's like, okay, let me go back, you know. We, we do it all the time, no matter what. Right. Well, I've been working on it, and I hope the audience will work on that, too, you guys. Try to live in the moment. You also said something I liked. You said, do something different. Travel a different route. Get off, Get out of the bed on the opposite side. Can you talk <laughs> about that a little bit? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're so, I mean, so much of our thought is on automatic response, you know, um, right. where we go to work, just in habits. And and quite honestly, it's a good thing in many ways because we wouldn't have to want to make every single decision, you know, every mm-hmm. single second. So, right. I mean, you know, that automatic response has a good, you know, good place. But um, the problem is, is that, you know, if you're constantly in that moment, I mean, in that particular path, there's um, a lot of things that you can miss, you know, um, in, in that by doing something different, you're kind of like exercising. Again, I have a choice. I'm going to go ahead and exercise my choice. I'm going to do something different. Um, So just by doing that, you're telling your, your body and your mind that, Hey, you know, it's going to be different. You know, let's not do, let's do something different. Right. And when you do something different, you think that kind of changes the energy? Um, I do. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, it's, it's one of the things that if it's, if your system isn't used to what you just chose, mm-hmm. then you're forced to be present. I mean, you have absolutely no choice because your your consciousness, your subconscious doesn't know what to expect. You pay more attention. Is yes. what you're saying. Okay. All yes. right. I like that because I was thinking about that. Well, I have to get on. I, you know, my husband sleeps on one side and I sleep on the other, but it would be kind of different if I went across <laughs> on the other side of the bed. I was like, okay, that would be different. And, and, I, and I like that you say, you talk about if you want better life changes, you, you have to make them. And um, 
Yeah, I think a lot of us are afraid of change. We get stuck in a rut and, and we have a hard time with change because we're, it's our comfort zone more than anything. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah I wanna, very much. Yeah. And I want to talk about some of that. Listen, we've got about one minute to break, um, but I'd like to talk about some of the guests that you've had on your show when we okay. come back, because um, some of the stuff that you talked about, I found very, very interesting. And, and I'd like to ask you about it. Hey, you guys, sure. just so you know. Yeah. Um, and what's your website? How do people find you? You know, right off it's, the bat here, Robert. Yeah. www.biteradio, B-I-T-E radio.me. Okay. And, and that's internet that radio. Yep, it's uh, internet, and, and it's on the, all the other platforms. You're know, on so. iTunes and all that stuff, iTunes, too. iTunes, Tuna, yeah, Spotify, yeah. Okay, cool. You guys, we're here today with Robert Sharp. His book that we are discussing today is It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. He's the perfect guy to come on my show and talk to me about <laughs> this kind of stuff today. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we are here today with Robert Sharp. And, you know, he's had all these really cool guests. I'll tell you what really, um, what really hit me more than anything is you said, and I thought this was so interesting, Robert, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Because <laughs> okay. I've had some people on my show. I always get wonderful people. I'm so blessed. But then I've had some people that they say they're spiritual, but they're not. <laughs> and you pick it up. Uh, yeah, because you talk about, and I'm kind of skipping ahead a little, but you talk okay. about darkness. And you, it, this really uh, hit home with me because, and I, I'm not going to obviously, you know, bring up any names or anything, but <laughs> there's been people, there have been a couple of people on my show where they were supposed to be these really spiritual people. And my intuition, because I'm very intuitive, 
it just felt like, no, that's not it. Can you talk about this? Because you had an experience, and maybe you'll tell the story of someone on your show, and they weren't as light as they said they were. They had ulterior motives. Yeah, that yeah, that story. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those facts of our lives. You know, the light, the dark, you know. The, I know. I mean, it, it's just, you know, and... and you know, you kind of have to have each other in order to know each other. <laughs> you know, you can't know can't know good without knowing bad and, and I vice agree. versa. Right. So um but then, yeah, this particular person was one of those um, you know, I I know I'm the <laughs> like the new prophet kind of but not you know, not in a I mean kind of like an astrology, you know, kind of mm-hmm. ancient kind of way. Right. Um anyway, man had been on my show uh, once or twice and had been on, you know, pretty other, you know, widely distributed shows. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things, and of course I would constantly get email updates, you know, with attempt to, to, you know, get back on the show. And I just, I'm the kind that I, you know, I don't have people back unless there's something new to talk about. You know, I mean, if if there's, you know, if it's... If they've got a new book or whatever. Yeah, a new book. Yeah, exactly. Um, So anyway, um, but it got to the point where this person was like getting abusive with, I mean, and sending out stuff and it was all doom and gloom. And it's like, like, dude, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that is not my thing. You know, I mean, it's just... Yeah. Uh, you know, my like you had read, you know, that I kind of wanted to bring that positive, uh, uplifting environment. Right. It just wasn't working. So anyway, I had to I had to go through blocking emails and all kinds of stuff to, you know, to try and, and stop that communication, which it did. You know, and but every now and then, it's amazing that you know, things pop up and it's like, ah, yeah. Well, and, and well, and that's what one thing I learned though, that, and it was interesting that you had mentioned it in your book. I guess what I'm trying to say more than anything is people can say they're spiritual. But that doesn't mean they really are. And uh, it's like anything else. You know, you can portray yourself to be something, but, um, you know, you usually figure it out in the end. So I just thought that was really interesting. I've had a lot of people on my show who've been wonderful. 99% have been fantastic, and they've taught me so much. Um, You say that if you want a better life, that you have to make different choices and you have to change things. Um, Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. You know, the... The idea of you know making the same decisions of being in, you know leading to ins- is insane um, is insanity. So what you have you know if you want things to change you mm-hmm. know for whatever reason you know in what area of life if you want something to change just mm-hmm. by nature then something has to be different. Um, okay. You want a different outcome. I mean you want a different. Bet. So you know so basically it's it's a matter of. Um, recognizing that we do have choice in so many different ways, you know, that we, you know, so um, a lot of people feel that they don't have choice. I I have to be in this spot because I have no choice, you know, Mm -hmm. and in many cases, circumstances sometimes can limit one's choices, but, but, you know, there are, are always choices. And it's important for me, I think it's important to recognize that you do have that, Every day, many times a day. And that in itself, I think, is powerful. I mean, because recognizing that every single decision you make has power. It, it moves you to a particular way. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for people who feel that they have no choice or is just to recognize that you do and do something different, you know. Well, yeah. 
And as long as you, you know, have integrity and do the right thing right. and, you know, we're not perfect and we all make mistakes, but it's, uh, it's important that we, that we make a good choice, um, not just for us, but for other people. You also look, you say, let go of people who drain you, honor your time and yourself. And, and I've had to do that um, in my lifetime. And yeah. uh, m- maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Because a lot of times people don't want to let go. Could be a family <laughs> member. You know, I've had family yeah. members that are draining. Oh, I have stories. <laughs> well, you're welcome um, to tell them. <laughs> no. Well, do you know, I mean, I was um, of the type that, um, you know, like to uh, not have relationships end. So, you know, when sometimes when a relationship comes to a, you know, a, na- a natural ending, um, I would kind of go like the extra mile and the extra mile. And so, um, I, but then I it really just came to learn that, you know, really people are in our lives for just a certain set of t- period of time, you know, mm-hmm. and they're going to come and go. Some of them are for, you know, a chapter of your life, you know, some of them are for a couple pages or maybe even a paragraph, mm-hmm. but yeah. nonetheless, you know, that that's the case. And so, um, to me, it, I began, came, um, uh, to recognize the importance of, you know, just recognizing the end of a particular, you know, relationship. Um, and, and that in itself, I mean, it doesn't negate what happened when it happened. I mean, I believe that, you know, we, we have these relationships for reasons, right. um, but to teach but us it, something. So we yeah, learn. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and then it's, you know, it's time to, you know, move on, you know? So, I mean, it, and it's always the give and take. So, um, you know, I, I got to the point now where it's like, you know, some people are, are, again, are just, you know, there for a short time. And that's cool. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that that's, if they're there for a long time, that's cool too. You right, know, right. but, um, you know, I just recognize that, it, I mean, we come in alone and we exit alone. And right, every, right. You know, in between are all those relationships. Yeah, no, that's true. And you also talk about meditation. I'm big on meditation. Have you always meditated or did you start this when you started the show or, or how did that work for you? Yeah, no, I, I didn't always um, meditate, and, and I've always had difficulty with the traditional thought that many people have about meditating. Me know, too. About, uh, You're not the only one. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your legs rising there. I know. But, uh, you know, and then, um, but anyway. Um, so, so what, what I recognized afterwards, after having several people on who talk about meditation, is that you know if you kind of get away from that stereotype, you know the, there are many um, things that I do that are meditative in nature, like you know the, the, the walking or going, you know, nature shoots, you know, yeah, crocheting, you know, just I mean, just those kinds of things, are, yeah. Um, you know, for some, for some people, it's working on cars, you know, what, what, whatever those particular tasks can really, I think, um, help individual get into that particular state, that right. open state. Right. You talk about getting out in nature and I'll bring it since you mentioned it. I, I wanted to talk about that. I love the little story you tell in your book about the caterpillar and maybe you'll tell <laughs> that story for us, but yeah. you know, we, my husband and I go camping and that seems to be my way of getting out in nature or I'll just go out and sit outside. And I'm one of these people that'll go hold on to a tree 
to, you know, just ground myself because a lot of times life gets crazy and you just, when you get out in nature, it kind of calms you down. But I love your story. You take a walk every day, like you said earlier, and you were having a tough time. You didn't want to take the walk and you took the walk and tell the audience that little story because I think it's really profound. Well, it was funny. We know the one thing that, um, like you said, I, I do those walks. The one thing that I've learned is that, you know, whenever um, I uh, come across a particular critter, <laughs> you know, I, I go back and kind of find out what the meaning is. Because I just, you know, the idea of uh, something crossing my path or being right there is, you know, is one of those moments. Right. So, you got to be um, aware, so, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And, 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 I've, and I've also learned through um, examples that the messages are very helpful, you know, mm -hmm. that particular time. So I've learned through experience that it's, you know, not just a waste of time, you know, trying to look up and see what the meaning is. So that particular walk, uh, there, it, and I go up and down this one street and cars come by, you know, and, but in the walk area. But anyway, I, I saw, came across this little caterpillar, you know, and it's, it's not, like it was like a hugely different color. I mean, it would stand out. But and so I stopped and, and just kind of thought, "Wow, this is just wild!" And, you know, because they had actually crossed most of the street um, for in a catapult world. It probably would have been like you know halfway across. The and country. he's still he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, and he was still alive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. The, just the odds of that. Yeah. And um, so, and like you say, it was one of those particular periods and what I was doing, some of the things I was doing weren't going in the time frame I wanted. So it was just so frustrating. And, you know, and one thing you've learned is you go through and do, you know, projects. It's like, you know, everything has its own time. Right. Things unfold. You know, I've become right. less attached to timing, <laughs> you know, trying to get things done at particular times. Um, but, um, and then that one, it was just like, um, that caterpillar had gone that far and had just a little farther away to go and it would be on green grass for, for from its point of view, miles you wow. know, in front right. of it. Right. And I just thought, you know, maybe this is what I've been doing. Just maybe my struggle, you know, across that asphalt, you know, avoiding all of that stuff and, and almost getting to the grass was it. So immediately, I mean, it was just like immediately my whole sense of um, attachment, um, my whole sense of angst just shifted because it was like, you know, that grass is just around. Yeah, you saw things differently. You saw things right. differently. You know, I think that's good that you get out in nature and it really helps people. People don't get out in nature anymore. They, uh, they sit on their couch and when you get outside, it really makes a difference. I know that for sure. And I'm very impatient. So I love that story because, uh, you know, I'm always like, okay, when's it going to happen? And God's teaching me patience in this life. And so, and it's funny because I always know when he's teaching me patience, you know, it put me in the line where I have to be patient. And uh, so I'm learning as I get older, it gets a little bit easier, but, but I know how you feel about that because you want things to happen. And then, you know, you just never know when it's going to happen because it's not in our timing. It's in divine timing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had been working on a book and for a long time now. And over the past, like the last six to eight months, it's been kind of, I've been getting shifts in what to do. And, and it's like, oh, and, you know, so anyway, it's getting to the point where the plot is finally you know, unfolding. But it was like, I tried to rush it. But then again, I, I learned that yeah. rush it, just chill and see what goes on, you know, yeah. and, and it worked out that, you know, just some key elements just kind of popped up. 
So it works that way. Hey, listen, we're getting ready to head to a, to another break, but um, you guys, we're here today with Robert Sharp. His book is called "It's No Secret: Spirituality Bites." He has it's really cool because he does quotes in here, and he addresses a lot of different subjects that are really really important. So pick this up; you can get it at Amazon. I'm sure. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. All right. This is Nancy Earl, and we'll be right back. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald. And hey, don't forget to check out my website, nancyyerald.com. Um, I'm not, I'll tell you what, I'm not doing uh, as many psychic readings anymore. What I'm trying to do now is teach you how to answer your own questions. Because, and we're going to talk about that in this segment. I've been to different mediums. I've been to different psychics. I'm psychic myself. But what I've learned more than anything, and Robert, we can talk about this, is that <laughs> the answers are within you. And if you meditate, you can pick up the answers yourself. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I want to talk about, I know you've had a lot of mediums and psychics on your show. I always feel like, and this is just Nancy's opinion here now, I always <laughs> feel like a lot of people put their own feeling into the reading instead of just saying the information they get. Can you talk about this? Hmm. Yeah, it really does depend on the, the person. I mean, there are people that I've known in varying degrees of uh, clarity, <laughs> let's say, you mm -hmm. know, that, um, you know, some that, you know, feel that, you know, is important to just be objective and clearly just give exactly as they receive, you know, mm -hmm. without um, any kind of um, influence at all. And then there are those who sometimes in inject, you know, what they feel, um, you know, in sometimes, in some cases, it's projecting maybe what they feel this person should. Anyway, again, kind of trying to direct the individual rather than, like you say, allowing the individual to come to their own conclusion, providing just um, um, information. Well, yeah, because what I've realized is everybody puts their own spin on it. 
And what I, my goal now, I mean, after a year of talking to all these different people, or all years I've done mm -hmm. spirituality work, not just one year, but for years I've done it. I think what I realize more than anything is that we are supposed to connect to the divine ourselves mm -hmm. and get those answers because nobody can live your life for you and nobody can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. And I just feel like when you connect to the divine, you do meditate, you get these messages in your gut or, you know, you feel them, mm -hmm. you just need to go with it and not let somebody else influence your life. I think a lot of these times uh, people are looking for answers outside of themselves and it's really inside. And, and I see that as an issue. And so I guess my big goal right now, my big push is to teach people how to connect themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is key. You know, the, the, yeah. the idea is, is that you really, you, it's good to get information from multiple sources. It's good to get a different perspective or, you know, right. a different right. view of things, right. you know, um, ultimately it boils down to, you know, you should be the one making your decision because it's your life. Right. You know? and, 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 and so, you know, I get to the point where, you know, it, it's good to, again, you know, you, it's good to maybe have a, a medium, you know, right, maybe right. Pre, you know, present a perspective or read a particular book, you know, or what someone has gone through or listen to a podcast, right. uh, you know, and, and see exactly. So, um, again, you get the information, but ultimately you, you make your own decision. Yeah, don't let other people make your decisions for you. You know, I love you talk about judgment. Leave your judgment at the door, you say. <laughs> and gosh, you know, you say, do not allow someone's criticism of you to affect you negatively in any way. Their, judgments is, their judgment is their issue. Boy, isn't that the truth? We're pretty judgy these days, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we do. Yeah, there's a lot of judging. You know, and again, as in most things, you know, we it's important to exercise good judgment, you know, and smart decision making to make yourself, you know, keep one safe. But, but the idea of, you know, trying to um, influence another's beliefs or feelings is kind of where the, it's out of bounds. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I think I've been and more I, aware of judgments since I've been doing this show. I've been more aware that I was judgy and I don't judge as much. Yeah, I, I I'm the same way, and, and it's it's funny because yeah. you know I've been presented with different topics, and 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 I've had I had one woman on on the show, um, it was years ago, and her her name was Winif Winifred. Her first name was Winifred. Okay. And and I mean, and the topic was someone who had all this experience in you know metaphysics and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, um, didn't really get a picture, you know, I, but I got you know all the information I needed. So finally um, I get the picture and it's like this young, beautiful California, you know, girl, you know, and it was just like completely, I had prejudged, you know, yeah. just based on a name. Right. You know, this woman is going to be in her seventies or eighties, you know, um, who names her kid Winifred? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's great. That's but great. I mean, to me, I just laughed at myself. I was like, oh boy, was that a good one? You know, better catch yourself here. So anyway. But, well, you know, no, that's you... true. That's true. Mm -hmm. we, we're kind of like in this, yeah, where we judge and it's nice that, that we're opening up, I think, and talking about it and realizing don't be yeah. so judgy of people. Until you walk somebody else's path, you have no right. idea what they've been through or who they are. Exactly. And, and you know, it's just... It's just so important to, I think, honor each person's journey, you know, and, and yes. 
Yeah, and then so anyway, and, and if you do, you honor their journey, they honor yours, then there's just a whole lot of respect going on. Well, yeah, because we all come down here, from what I can figure out here, and I'll tell you what I think about this, and you can tell me what you think, but we all come down here to learn lessons, and we all have, and we've set this up before we get here. And so, I know, I know that isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know, right? So you're in the situation, and you're like, why am I in this situation? And I couldn't have planned this for myself, really, honestly. Yeah. I, I went through all this for what? But then you realize, as you get older, I think you start to realize that we are here. We're like in a play, and we're just performing, and there's different actors, and it's how you respond. It's your reaction to these different things that, because you have the choice of how to right. react. And I think that's the key here is to not take it. I guess I'm to a point now where I think, well, I don't take it that seriously anymore because it's just a play. And in the end, we're all going to go back to where we came from. Right. And that's the perfect way to, you know, to, to describe it, you know, and you know, you. the one thing that I, um, I often thought, you know, it's just, you know, and, and when you talk about some people who are living the same kinds of life experiences, but there's like just a different setting, you know, right. For, for you mean me, they're doing thought, it over and over and yeah, over? A do-over? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and also, well, when you talked about why we're here, my thought is, is that we're here to learn unconditional love. Yes. Creation of unconditional love. Yes. And that, that we have certain things kind of set in motion, like a family. You know, it's, it's supposed to be natural setup for that. You know, right. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know. Right. But, but, but the idea is, it's like, who can... Who, you know, my little spot, my little, you know, spark, how can I best create that and through decisions, you know, and, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So it's just like a, in my thought, my thought is it's just like a whole big experiment of seeing who can create the best, easiest, unconditional love as possible. And what are the, what led up to that? So people right. can re replicate it, you know, so. Yeah. No, I think that's wonderful. And um, as you're talking to me and telling me this, I'm thinking about this. And it's how, again, how we react. react. And yes, we're, we're supposed to leave this place a better place. Right. So I think as you get older, you start to think, well, what can I do to influence others, other people's lives in a more positive way? Um, you know, we've become such a me society and, and I, I think that people need to really look at how can I help other people and how I react to different people, how that influences them, you know, and did I leave a good, I guess, did I leave a good impression? Did I help them? Did I make their life different? Did I make it better? Um, I think you get to that point, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, you know, the, as you get older and, you know, if you think of legacy, that kind of thing, the, the idea is though that, they know every day, like in the Joy Potential book, I, the main message I had in that one was that every single day you have thousands of chances, opportunities to make someone's day happier. Right. And, and, and in turn to make your day happier. Yeah. You know? So, and, go ahead. No, I was going to say, before I forget about that, and you have two other books. I'm going to have to have you back. But um, <laughs> he has two other books, you guys. One is Joy Potential, uh, Where You'd Least Expect It. And it's a really neat story. I didn't have a chance to read this one, so that's probably why I'll read it and have you come back if you want. And then the other one you did is The Heart and Soul of Caring. And this is right. really cool. I wasn't going to bring this up to the end of the show. But this is about caregivers and how they've handled different um, relatives and people um, that are towards the end of life. I mean, what inspired you to, to write this one? 
that, that one, caring. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that one was uh, an odd one. I mean, it was one of those I woke up like, probably like 4.30 in the morning and just had that uh, sense that it was a book I needed to do. It was about caregivers and, and the whole idea, you know, because I've had other people talking about caregiving, being a caregiver and the challenges right. of that. Right. Um, but the one thing that um, all the th- things I've read that was missing was the focus on the person who needed the care the person you know the essence of the person and in many cases with you know elderly and alzheimer's kind of things that essence is sometimes forgotten so you know the idea was to to gather stories from people you know that i knew and you know even listeners and and just basically tell their story and and my sister wrote hers was the first story in the book of being a caregiver for my mother so um anyway it was just one of those things and i did read that one by the way (laughs) oh did you yeah yeah that Um, was sweet well and she was italian and she was really yeah if you don't mind me saying um, she was yeah she was a tough italian lady and she found out she had like stage four cancer and she just didn't accept it is that yeah pretty much it which i can understand that yeah 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 and so it was um so, and, and it was just one of those things where I just felt that I needed to do. And, and once I you know, got it done, it's kind of, um, again, raised an awareness in me. So I'm very conscious now of, of different stories that I get that kind of fall into that area and, and share right. that as a resource. Right. No, I, I think it's really, well, I've had a lot of people, I've had the first, one of the first guests I had on my show um, was Lynn uh, Johnson and she talked about um, dying or Lynn Robinson mm-hmm. I'm sorry and she talks about near-death experiences and dying mm-hmm. and um, I have had another gentleman on my show uh, where he talks about Oscar the cat who uh, went to all the patients rooms in uh, in the ward to and sits with them as they're dying and he knew the cat knows when they're gonna die so I mean mm-hmm. I've dealt with that too and it's just you know who I really give credit is the caregivers yeah yeah it's it's a challenge it's a it's a tough thing and yeah. again I think it is one of those in 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 both cases, you remember we talked about, you know, I chose this coming. Right, in, you know, right. And when it gets to that kind of situation, trust me, both sides are thinking, I chose I this. I chose this. I know, <laughs> I know. Hey, we're headed out to another break. We got our last segment coming up. Hey, you guys, I am here today with Robert Sharp. The book we're talking about, It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. And this is Nancy Earl. We will be right back. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with Compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, 
You'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and we are here, our last segment of the show. We're here with Robert Sharp. We're talking about all kinds of stuff today. Um, I wanted to talk about um, one thing you had in your book. It's No Secret Spirituality Bites. You talk about no expectations, because that's been a tough one for me personally. Mm. I always have expectations, and boy, when you have expectations, you get let down. And here's what you say. I wrote this out of the, this is what you wrote in the book, so I kind of made a note. And it says, detach from particular outcomes to life situations and accept everything that happens as being for your highest good, whether or not it appears so. How did you figure that one out? Oh, experience. <laughs> testing. Lots of testing. Uh, like, you know, you get your patience test. You know, kind yeah. Of stuff, you know? yeah. I, I, that was one of mine, too. So, but I mean, it's, um, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, it really is a hard thing to, to release, you know, attaching to a particular outcome. Um, and, and why do you think we need to release that outcome? Why can't we, why can't we expect certain things? Well, it's it's good to aspire to, um, but when you move into the expect that that's placing um, a decided outcome, you know. I mean, within your mind, you're, it's like this is the outcome that I see. Anything contrary to that is, you know, um, like should not be considered. So, um, but nonetheless, is that there might be something happening. That, like, for example, maybe you were going in one particular direction and all of a sudden, you know, things kind of come to a standstill. Rather than looking at it as uh, having to, you know, overcome that particular 
when recognize that maybe there needs to be a particular change, you know. Um, so when you expect, um, it eliminates by nature alternatives. And, you know, so anyway, I mean, it's kind of like that, that idea of that quantum um, approach where, you know, every day in our life we have thousands of, you know, different possibilities, you know. Right. And, and again, what we know, what we choose, where we go, you know, is... Um, as a result of each of those micro choices. Right. Well, this kind of goes along with the end of the book where you talk about um, this, like the secret. I love this. Cause you talk about this, you know, manifestation because it's, it's a cat. This is like a catch 22 because in the manifestation world, we're all little creators. We're all manifesting. Right. So if I want to manifest right. a new car, that's what I need to focus on. But then on the flip side, you don't want, you're saying don't focus on it too much because you, there may be a better car for you. So is that kind of what you're saying? There? Well, well, not necessarily. I mean, okay. the idea is aspire, you know, to the car, you okay. know, but um, recognize that, you know, the way that you may go about getting that or where it may come from or its particular color, you know, might be a little different. So, I mean, and, and um, so, so you're saying expect the car, but don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Well, put out what you, what you would, would like it to see. Um, mm -hmm. And also, like you mentioned about the highest good, you know, that's a, a particular and important part. I think that's where like the, the secret kind of fell through. Bingo, in, right. In the, yeah, in the sense You want to know you know, where I think the secret fell through? <laughs> Where's that? Well, because you can vision, I've learned this over time, so I'm going to share it with you in the audience. You know, over time, I, I'm a real estate broker as well, and that's what mm -hmm. I've, and I'm still a licensed real estate broker. And I was a single mom for many years, so I would manifest sale. I would drive in my car and say, I sell houses like crazy and uh, money comes to me immediately and constantly. And I accept the abundance and I would say all these affirmations and guess what? I was rookie of the year. I was a very successful real estate agent because I learned how to draw things to myself. Right. Okay. But then on the flip side of that, um, you do need to be open. Yes. You need to draw things to yourself, but here's what they don't talk about in the secret. You have to feel it. You got to know what it feels like. You can say it and you can think about it and you can write it down, but until you feel it in your gut, it's not the same. So I've learned, this is Nancy's philosophy and I believe it's proper, is that when you can feel it, then that's the key. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, everything comes out of emotions. Yes. I mean, everything. The energy that, of that's it. That's the, the drive. Yeah, the energy of it. Yeah, yeah, that's where that creative spark moves from, you know, something nebulous to something tangible. Right. Yeah. And so, you say um, you say there's no coincidences. I like this too because I believe in synchronicity, and right. the universe is always trying to get our attention. And um, you know, when I read that, I do a I do a chapter in my book on numbers, and I wanted to ask you this: Do you pay attention to the numbers because it's the universe, you know, showing us different things? Do you yeah. do that? I do, yeah. Oh, I do I love numbers, it. yeah. You know, and then of course, you know, cloud, I mean, clouds. I mean, just all, all different kinds of things. You know that, uh, and no, well, actually, I'll tell you the story real quick. This no, was before the before the eleven 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 thing. Happened. Right, right, right. Um, it was when I was in transition from corporate world to entrepreneurship. 
So during that particular period, it was, I was like lost. I mean, because I was so corporate. You know, right, and it right. was just like, you know, with that shift, it was like, oh my God, what do I do? I know. So um, anyway, um, I, it was truly driving me crazy. But at the same time, I would wake up at 311. I mean, the 11s just came, you know, everywhere. I mean, it was, right. I was in constant awareness of the 11 to the point where it was like, I thought I was going crazy. It was like, you know, why this, do I, I keep mean, seeing eleven? Yeah, exactly. Why do I keep and that no other number? You know. So um, finally, it was like after a little bit of uh, introspection, I realized that um, what was happening as I started paying attention to what was happening at that eleven minute mark. I realized that everything that I was doing at that point was a facet of what my new reality is. You were in sync. So, yeah, yeah. That it was showing me the idea of. I don't know who I am or what I do um, was just non-existent. It was that every single moment, every single 11 minute, it was reminding me this is part of who you are now. So the idea of, you know, I don't know who I am was like suddenly gone. It was like, okay, I'm all of this. You know, I'm doing laundry, you know, I'm cooking, I'm writing, you know, doing radio. So, I mean, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. it was all a facet of of well yeah learn to experience joy in everything you do and that's something i've i've kind of realized too um having different people on and starting to pay attention and being aware like you talk about is that you know god put us in these bodies and we're so fortunate and he wants us to enjoy our just our everyday life what we're doing enjoy it you know bring the joy um, to it now for the audience explain to them what the 1111 means i think you have somewhat but i've seen it um what do you feel the meaning is of the 11? well uh, i mean you know according to numerology it's a master number in, in, right. in the sense that it's just one of those numbers to pay attention to i think that it's one of the as far as like a, a zeitgeist an overarching um energy that that it really, because a lot of people in other countries are experiencing. I mean, it's one of those things that's experienced globally. Worldwide, yeah. So that, you know, my thought is, is that that purpose is for everyone to recognize, you know, that interconnectedness, you know, that it's something that's going on all the time. So um, I just look at it. Whenever I look at that, it's like, a, you know, I just examine what I'm doing. It's like, okay, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. You know, You're on the and, right path. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, and that makes a whole lot of sense. And that's the same thing happened to me. I used to see one number all the time and then it switched to 1111. And it was like, yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, so I'm to a different point because <laughs> I'm seeing a different number now. And that was quite right. interesting. Um, so I, I get that. You know, you talk about fear, and I, I guess if we've only got a few more minutes left of the show, but I want to talk about fear and love because that's really what it boils down to. You're either afraid or you're not. You're in love or you're in fear. And I think that's where we're at in our society right now. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think there's a, I mean, that's the duality again, like light and dark. I mean, that's, uh, you know, love and fear, you um recognize each one you know it's a recognizable feeling with each one and i think that it's one of those cases where we're seeing such a um expanded sense of fear that you know the counter action of love is one of those things that is uh kind of has to grow in conjunction with the fear so i mean it and all 
I believe all of this stuff, even the chaos that we're experiencing is just to raise awareness, just to be mm-hmm. recognized, you know, right. that, yes, it's good to be good to people. You know, yes, you don't, you treat people, with, yes, you treat people with respect, you know, right. and, and right. I mean, there are just some um, just common sense I agree. I (laughs) agree. We could just get back to manners and uh, humility and kindness. And I just don't see the kindness. Uh, I really talk a lot about that just to be kind to each other. Um, and, And I will say one thing about the fear. The more... I don't know if you want to call it spiritual, the more connected I am to the divine, to God, I am less afraid. Do you feel that way too? Yes. I think, well, because there's a trust and the trust right. in the, yeah, that, you know. Um, in the whole work and the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. the whole deal. Right, yeah. exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm here for the, you know, for the play. I'll, I'll you know, be in you know, all three acts if you want me to, that's fine. But, um, but yeah, you, you just don't have that, that attachment. And, and if you don't, you know, fear, a particular outcome or, or fear that um, you know, anything bad is going to happen, that it's really all for your good, then that just it, it can't exist. You know, if right, it kind of erases it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Well, listen, we've got about one minute before we're, we're heading out, but I want to thank you for coming, and I want you to give out your website. And you guys, we're going to have Robert back if he wants to, so we can talk about his other books. But the one book we have is called It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. It's a really good read, you guys, and it's really enlightening. It's a, it's a, you give such great insight, I will say that. Thank you. And and little things to do, you know, for, you know yeah. little things for people to do. That to me that was important because you know, once you learn something, you can't have anything different unless you do something different. So. Right. And at the ch- end of each chapter, you guys, he has like an action. And that's and that's what he's talking about. And so, you know, he kind of, you know, sums up the chapter and gives you um an action to do, something that you can do to change your life to make it better. And I just think it's great that you're doing this show. And do you have another book in the works, you say? Uh, yes, it's actually. Tell me. Um, it's kind of like a science fiction, and I, mean, I love science fiction. So, okay. But it's a science fiction, but a, you know, with a, a touch of that metaphysical side in there, and and um, I've had it on the back burner for gosh, probably three, four years. I mean, it's okay. just one of those things that's been there. You know, it's just been sitting, and um, it wasn't until recently that I got a couple major shifts. I mean, it's like you know, you have to have that good and the bad you know right. i mean it's just so coming up with the appropriate actually coming up with the bad guy was was easy i mean that was part of the um but um you know coming up with that, that counterpoint um just kind of fell into place so anyway there's certain things that are now happening that it's like oh you know that's perfect you know so right. lost time travel and oh nice because i like time travel yeah acacia records and all kinds of things so. cool so when is it coming out when do you think you'll oh be done? i don't know i'm actually active now i mean i'm right back okay. at the point where i can sit down there and you know okay. tap away and and, okay. and get into it and, and, you know it takes a little work for me to get in that bad side but you'll get it conflict, you know that's awesome well listen we're out of time but it's fantastic and i'm so glad you came on the show and thanks for um teaching us this stuff and thanks for being on the radio and helping people i think it's a wonderful thing that you do well thank you you as well wonderful work you know i'm really looking forward to to following and watching your shows as well awesome thank you hey you guys this is nancy year and 
Join us next week on High Road to Humanity, and we'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Join me next week on High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.